1: It's BudPod, one six five. Um, one six five.
2: Uh, we um, <laughs> we must strive. We must strive, Pierre. We strive we must to strive. be
1: back here for one more BudPod. At least one more BudPod. That's the least we can say. Am I wrong in saying Phil that one six five as a number feels yellow and red? Um,
2: I don't see yellow and red. Okay. I see red. I see red in the six. Five is black to me.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah. Five is very, to me, five is quite, uh, yeah, it's very neutral. It's quite masculine. It's black.
1: Oh, that is interesting. Um, also, hello. Thank you very much to all the pod buds who were at Phil's book signing interview chat with both of us in Bristol. In bath. Oh, in, bath. in bath in bath in bath
2: yeah bath the uh the, yes the city of the hygiene equivalent of the, the cutesy jane austen version of bristol yes um,
1: bristol's bridgerton
2: yes absolutely yeah it was at the Bath festival um on saturday mm-hmm. and Pierre and i were at the comedian bath and uh, it was great a load of pod buds turned up cool cats yeah a lot of cool cats uh, who i think were very thrilled to have a surprise bonus pierre there yes chatting to me about the book
1: yes i don't think i was advertised or i don't know i just showed up with my little book yep 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 i like to think i got some goddamn answers out of you for once actually
2: yeah pierre really grilled me I, (laughs) i think if you if you're close enough to the stage you could have seen the beads of sweat Forming and dribbling down my forehead.
1: You look like Nixon.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, uh, well uh, 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 when <laughs> Phil Wang writes it, it isn't illegal. I
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. We should write a hard hitting stage play called Wang Novelli with a little slash there. <laughs> and it's it's sort of like, it's done like Frost Nixon, but it's just talking about. People pooing into their own hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm I'm David Frost, and I've got a whole crew of people saying, don't let him get away with it. Make sure he tells you what he thinks about people pooing in their hands.
2: Yes, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. And, and, and he's like, so you're saying that when you and Pierre Novelli were talking... For all those hours, there, were, there was recording equipment, you were being recorded, and I just start sweating like, oh, well, um, uh.
1: Of course, the one thing we never got to the bottom of is why? Why record it? <laughs> Who on earth would want to hear this? <laughs> why record evidence of so many crimes that you knew to be wrong, like pooing in your hand? I would love to listen to a podcast of Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger chatting about shitting themselves. It would be of genuine historical value, I feel. Um, but it was cool. It was nice to... Um,
2: yes, Packed House. Packed there were like House. There like 300 400 people there. So many people. Fun questions, good questions. Um, Only one was about me on Taskmaster. Because usually... I go to these book events and and a t- chat about the book for forty five minutes and then go any questions and all these hands go up. i was like, yes, uh, why did you wear the yellow jumpsuit and Taskmaster? Mm. And then I'm like, did is every if you unless you have a question if you have a question just about the jumpsuit and Taskmaster, can you put your hand down and all the hands go down. <laughs> um, <laughs> But there were, there were questions about the book. There were questions about my opinions on things, which is exactly what I like to hear. I love yeah. when people want to know my opinions on things. It's great. Uh, and it was great, Pierre. It was great. We had some real great laughs. It felt... You know what, Pierre? It was actually the closest we've gotten to the forbidden Bud Pod yeah. Live.
1: Yeah, that's true. It was, it, was, um, it was a Bud Pod Live in all but name in some ways yeah With the the thin yeah. cover of the book they're masquerading for those unaware of the podcast as a way to trick them into coming um has it has well, it soon made you... it will
2: literally be it will literally be a thin cover soon Pierre, because the paperback is coming Ooh. out next
1: month very nice, Thank very nice. You. you can finally bend Wang's book that's right, that's right. no more hard covers, just no hard truths hard yeah, just hard truths. <laughs> Has it softened your heart, Phil, towards the forbidden idea of a live bud pod?
2: Maybe, Has maybe. Reass- I don't want to start getting people excited, <laughs> but it was
1: fun. Has it reassured it you good. that it, it it wouldn't just be you sweating and going, "Um, poo, uh, um, comes from the bum," <laughs> and then running off stage in like that, that kind of loose, elbowed way that people run when they're children. <laughs> yeah it did
2: it did it, it it did reassure me that that we would have something to talk about in front of a
1: crowd of people for an hour oh it yeah did. oh yes especially with um live correspondent. imagine that correspondence straight from the horse's mouths.
2: that is quite that's a good idea in it for people to have to to say their shame
1: they Say to... your shame. <laughs> it, the Because the, obviously the correspondence we get is so well written. They'd be like standing up and reading out like a little short story about their own bum. It'd be great.
2: Yeah, it'd be like a presentation in English class.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. What did your bum do this weekend?
2: Everyone? <laughs> and hear from you? Everyone go home and write about what your toilets did over the summer.
1: <laughs> Extra credit, yeah. <laughs> I never understood the idea of well. I mean, I understood it in, through implication, but I was always fascinated by this American idea that they had to get all these. It was like Star Trek had to get these credits together. God forbid you don't have the credits. And which credits were these? We're just in, in TV shows and things. I gotta get extra credit. That class oh, is worth yeah, four yeah, credits. Yeah, yeah. It was like something from a sci-fi novel, and. Or,
2: or this is going on my permanent record. Yes,
1: yeah, we've discussed in the past the idea that there's this insane indestructible record somewhere. Um, yeah, and like characters can be tempted to doing things where it's like, "You sure you don't want to come to banjo class?" No, I say it's it's extra credit. Okay, and that'll be like the plot will start from there. You know, <laughs> it's just credits. I just love the idea that you've got this little like bloop, bloop, like video game bank. Yeah, that like you have you to the
2: mass effect.
1: Yeah, and somehow it's like, well, you have loads of credits now, so you have a degree from a university <laughs> or whatever. And you go, oh, okay, sick. <laughs> I thought I had to do specific, like in the UK system, it's like specific subjects the whole time and then an exam and a dissertation. There's no chance of outside credits at all. Thank God. And thank fuck, yes. Although it would have been funny to get the degree I have while like contributing to it with like five credits from like karate or something. Yeah, mini golf. Mini golf, yeah, or just a class on on where you all write poems. Um
2: speaking of uh, karate Pierre, last night I went to see the new movie uh, everything everywhere all at once.
1: Okay so this that movie everyone i know in the world is talking about it as if they got to the movie theater and suddenly um a big mouth came out of the screen and just sucked them off
2: <laughs> for 2 hours i i mean they're not far off it is ama- <laughs> it, it is amazing really it's amazing yeah it's incredible it's one of the yeah it's one of the greatest movies i've i've ever seen and i'm not prone to
1: Hyperbole. As no, you you're know not. Very well. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's you're prone incredible. to. Incredible. I'd say you're prone to hyperbole.
2: Right, to so making things sh- sh- like right, yeah, decreasing the the bully. Yeah. You're a minimalist. I like small bully. I like very small bullies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's absolutely incredible, and <laughs> it's so imaginative and so interesting and so beautiful and what? done done so. In a way, humbly, like the whole movie I saw today, it, it's visually one of the most stunning movies I've ever seen, and the budget for the whole movie was, I think, $25 million, which is less, apparently, than the, than, than the food budget on Doctor Strange. Gee,
1: you're kidding. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> $25 million for, for Benedict Sandwiches? <laughs> for, for, the big for, for, the for big sandwiches, yeah. For for Benedict's eggs, his eggs Benedict,
2: <laughs> his cumberbatch sandwiches, <laughs> cucumber his cucumber batch sandwiches,
1: eggs Benedict and, and cucumber Benedict. batch sandwiches. <laughs> Twenty five million dollars of that, them. That's please.
2: why they're so expensive. Just a licensing of his name for those for those foods. Yeah, alone it was a- <laughs> cost 15 million
1: <laughs> Which is a way of rerouting his fee. um god yeah, I'm, okay. I'm,
2: I'm, I, I mean there is a it's, it's jamie lee curtis who's in everything everywhere all at once who's been tweeting this and i yeah maybe i've maybe i've maybe she was kidding and um, i've taken it maybe she's using hyperbole herself and mm. um, i've taken it as as, as true but it, it it costs a lot lot less than dr strange and it's, i think he's doing quite a bit better are,
1: are you telling me that this is the kind of thing i have to see in the cinema
2: yeah i would say so oh say, balls okay so. Uh, it's yeah, it's truly great. It's quite it's a lot more Chinesey than I expected it to really? be because one of the director writers is a Chinese American, oh. and it stars Michelle Yeoh, who's a Chinese Malaysian. She's the great Malaysian actor.
1: Oh right, okay. Uh, Had you heard of her before?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Every Malaysian knows of Michelle Yeoh. She was was she the first Asian Bond girl or something like that? Um, oh her, in the yeah.
1: Yes, yes, I know who you mean now. Yes, co okay, okay. Oh, man, I've got to get myself to the to the skinnema. i got to get go to the skinnema.
2: Yeah, you got to get yourself scound to the skinnema.
1: i got to get scowned to the skinnema to scotch some scoovies. I've got to do it. has <laughs> <laughs> been ages since I've been. It's just finding finding the time. and I say finding the time. It's literally down the road, but I, I like showings and all that. I just need to get off my ass and do it i saw um, like you
2: go quite a lot. Every time I say, "Oh, that movie's supposed to be good," and he's like, "Yeah, you, you're always like, yeah, it's all right.'" And he's like, "What? Well, when did you see it?" And he's like, I don't know, just I saw it.
1: Uh, you seem I quite think,
2: casual about like seeing a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I try to just sort of wander down and do it, almost like it's in my lunch break sort of vibes. Um, ideally, yeah. although I mean, a lot of it is is just because I re- was, um, you know, I was on those two flights recently, and I managed, you know, I managed three movies each way, so that's a good six down.
2: That's good going. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. At the cost of sleep, of course um yeah god i need to do it phil what's your go-to movie house snatch
2: my snack <laughs> yes. movie house snatch if it's available mm-hmm. uh yesterday i had a small salted popcorn because <laughs> I, I i usually go for a mixed salt and sweet salt and sweet popcorn but i'd had a lot of sweet things yesterday pierre i don't know how it happened i just i Did just you? happened to have a lot of sweet things yeah and i and sweet cloys on me hangs around and yes, it kind of builds up i can yeah. only have so much tolerance per day and once i hit my sweet limit i have to, i i can't take any more and yeah. i need salty 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 you to um contract,
1: to heal <laughs> you and i are quite similar in that respect in that if you have enough of a sweet like if we had a sweet a sweet breakfast you know pancakes syrup or whatever you, that's your, that's the sugar for the day really
2: yeah, we're sons of savoury, Pierre. We're the sons of savoury.
1: <sighs> we're a couple of salty little little bullies. A um, couple of salty salty sailors, absolutely. And I know what you mean. <laughs> Even if the sweetness was like... The sweetness. <laughs> Even if it was like 14 hours ago, you still go, no, I still kind of feel sick from then.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: It's like the when sugar I get to dinner, stays dinner
2: at a in the restaurant throat. When they're like, would you like d- dessert? I'm... I, I don't even do the, oh, maybe the shell. I don't even do that sort of <laughs> flirty thing with whoever I'm with. Oh, I don't know. Maybe we sh-. I just straight away, Bill, that's my dessert. Yeah. Bill, you're going to put icing sugar in it? That's your business. But I want the bill. <laughs> I'm full of salt and I want to go to bed.
1: I filled myself with salt and oil. <laughs> and now I have to sleep. And if I have dessert, it'll be the chalky little mint that you put on the bill.
2: At most,
1: the crunchy little chalk stick with sugar in it that I—I
2: I mean, the whole di- the whole dessert course doesn't really make sense. It's like, uh, well, now you're so full and lethargic and slow and a bit sick. Yeah. Would you like some caffeine and sugar to keep you awake during this uncomfortable period?
1: Yeah, now that you're packed with oil and salt and you feel heavy like a bear, do you? Would you want to just lose your mind for a bit? <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to sprint home shitting?
2: <laughs> I guess the shitting bit is a good part. That's a good reason to have coffee right after a big meal. Yeah, that's true. Just get things Evacuate, going. make space. Yeah, get
1: get yeah. a head start on tomorrow's <laughs> homework as it were. <laughs> get it pre-downloaded, <laughs> so you can just uh, install it the next day. Yeah, I, I yeah everything
2: everything ever all at once superb. Oh. Everyone must must uh, see it. It's, it's 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 just great to have so much Chinese, so many Chinese actors in it, and they're all, and they speak Chinese in a authentic way. There's so much authentic Chinesey stuff, oh. but it's also it's also very accessible for anyone who isn't Chinese. Obviously, but you're the first great. person. So
1: good. You're the first person I know who's gone on about how brilliant it was. Who's actually mentioned how Chinesey it is.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's astonishingly Chinesey. Yeah. I mean for a, a main like for a huge film like this.
1: Well, retrospective credit to all the honkies who were talking about how good it was who resisted the urge to go on about how Chinesey it was.
2: <laughs> I I then continued the evening. I the friend who I went with went home after the film and I was peckish, so I went down to uh, Lanzhou Lanzo Lamien, which is a noodle place. In Leicester Square, there's a tiny little hole in the wall, basically, that's very good, so it's always packed. But I got a little place and I sat down mm-hmm. I was into this packed table with other Chinese people and I got delicious Chinese noodles after a Chinese film. And then one of the Chinese gals leant over and said, Sorry, are you Phil Wang? No. And she'd, she'd just seen my special with a friend. And then she's saying to, and then she leaned over to the other Chinese people at the table and she said, Tasha, you were a the stand-up comedian, which meant which meant he's a very famous stand-up comedian. And then and and then she went away when she left, and she came back and she said, "I paid for your bill." No. Yeah, she got a photo with me. She paid for my nudes, and it's like, am I still in the movie? It was so great. What? It's it's such a Chinese. So thank you to that lady, that gal. uh, I paid for your. She she paid for your
1: nudes. She paid for my nudes and my soya bean milk. What? Yeah, that's all anyone ever wants from a a, a strange woman.
2: Yeah, Is free soya bean woman milk to buy me nudes and bean juice. <laughs>
1: that's what people get on your OnlyFans, isn't it? Nudes and bean juice. <laughs>
2: Uh, that's the bean you want to juice for the end of the evening not the coffee bean, the soya bean I start yeah. I, I start and end my days yeah, with a black bean and then a white
1: bean <gasps> It's the yin and yang <gasps> The Phil Wang it's... yin yang bean approach
2: Yeah the yin yang bean diet start with the, start the day with a black bean end with a white bean
1: God yeah
2: by, by God God I've cracked it
1: You've nailed it and try and maybe go through all the other colors of beans throughout the day and then just fight yourself to sleep. <laughs> 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 that's so cool so what was the reaction i here's i'm interested was she the only person who knew and when she sort of excitedly told everyone else in chinese did they look up from their noodles in awe or did they just go eh. and <laughs> pull their balls it was away very, from her
2: it was a very polite chinese indifference nice it was a kind of oh okay
1: oh okay oh. if you say so
2: and the girl's direct across from me, um, she just, uh, she when the girl who recognized me left, she caught my eye and she just gave me one of those smiles. That kind of like mm, smile, a sort of like just a quick acknowledgement that we're both here, smile. <laughs> like when you bump into a colleague um, in, a, in, a, in the kitchen making coffee and just like, you've got nothing to say to each other, but you can't not acknowledge that you know each other and have happened <laughs> to be in the same space at the same time. So you have to give the sort of, Mm, kind of flat smile.
1: Right, so she did that to you as if to say, "I'm not buying you any food."
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm not buying you any food, but I heard what she said, and I'm happy for you.
1: I heard, I heard what she said. I saw you take the selfie, and I think that's all great. But by God, if you think I'm going to buy, buy you a sweet red bean paste dessert, you got another thing
2: coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you know. I come to think of it now. <laughs> the way I looked at her after the girl left did did look a bit like me going and what are you going to buy me?
1: As <laughs> <laughs> so if you go bye 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 thank you bye and then you just yeah just look up like well <laughs> your turn <laughs> and you're just um with one chopstick just hammering on the side of an empty bowl <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> uh. <laughs> you become like um, that sort of demon from Spirited Away. Which one? The big the big ghost demon with the mask on that keeps eating.
2: Oh, yeah. No yeah, face. No face. Yeah. yeah.
1: You just sat there like no face. As people sort of buy you tribute. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool man
2: it was lovely a lovely evening
1: how the hell do you round an, like how the hell do you end an evening like that you've just got to go into Leicester Square and start firing a gun into the sky don't you it's the only way to end I'm, on a high when the, the heights <laughs> you go great film you feel very sort of like enveloped by the film embraced and then to be literally fed and embraced by someone who's seen your work and then Guy, that's a lot of energy. You're, I'm surprised in, you didn't... In a
2: restaurant that was thematically consistent with the movie I'd just oh. seen. Yeah, it was a oh. good evening.
1: I'm surprised you didn't sprint home and commit several murders on the way.
2: It was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Oh, don't think I didn't consider it, Pierre. Yeah. It was. I was also I was also on one of those gentle hangovers Ooh. Um, where I hadn't slept too great, but I wasn't like sick or headachey. I was just a bit sort of woozy and, Foggy. and dreamy. Yeah, dreamy. You can have one of those kind of dreamy days where, you can't, where everything feels just a little bit surreal. Um, mm. And so that kind of added to it. That was really nice. There's no way to operate those days. You can't, you can't have anything important to do that day, but they no. can be quite nice sort of zen, reflective, emotional days, I find.
1: Yeah, definitely. And especially yesterday where you had a sort of combination of oh, – it was a warm day, but in my head the ideal would be a very – just a very short burst of very soft rain
2: it's lovely the lovely. temperature right now in london yesterday and today is ideal it's so nice it's not raining but it's a bit cool on the air pierre it's yes a bit cool in the shade it's so nice
1: so what um to to travel back what sweets what sweets phil because i i i did oh at um, the cinema well no what sweets did you have that made you have to have the little salty boy because you said you had a sweet, sweet oh, day.
2: Oh, yeah, I had a sweet day because I started the day with a s- cinnamon uh, croissant pastry thing that Ooh. W- was nice after a bite, but then after three, you're like, this is too sweet.
1: Yeah, and it quickly degenerates into you sort of go, is this cinnamon icing in folds of essentially paper?
2: <laughs> you're pretty- yeah, so I-, I ended up throwing that away. It's also not a great way to start your day, just like load up with sugar and you go, oh, I'm I'm a array- I'm awake, I'm ready. And then <laughs> half an hour afterwards, you're like, oh, I want to go to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 11.30 a.m. crash.
2: And then um, in the afternoon, I had a, an enormous American cookie from my Seth Meyers, when I performed on the Seth Meyers Ooh. Late late Show in New York. Yeah. It's on YouTube now. If you look up Phil Wang Seth Meyers, I did a five-minute set on there. Um, but I got a little goodie bag because they always give these TV shows always always give you a little goodie bag to take home.
1: Oh, and, cool!
2: And w- w- I got some uh, like New York cookies from this place that is supposedly well known, and they're New so York's so cookie. thick. They're so thick. These cookies Pierre. there's like basically cake in the middle and what? cookie on the outside. Really? It's thick. They're thick, boys. They're like they're, they're the size of English scones, but they Jesus.
1: That's not a cookie anymore
2: they're thick with two c's boys b-o-i-s yeah thick they boys. are
1: they got that cake <laughs> they got that cake as they say oh my lord and what is seth myers we haven't really discussed that what's seth myers like in real no, life I irl
2: IRL, seth myers
1: is a really nice guy
2: he uh came in to the my dressing room before i went on to give me a little uh, Chat just to introduce himself and everything. He he was telling me about when he used to do the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Man, two thousand I think nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and one or two or something. Like he did the fringes, and I think unless I misunderstood, he shared these bills, um, or at least one of them, with none other than a young pre the Office Mackenzie Crook. Whoa. Mackenzie uh. Crook doing weird character stuff, and then uh, Seth Meyers doing his stand-up.
1: Whenever I hear about famous Americans doing the Edinburgh Fringe in any context, it's always weirds me out in the same way that if I found out Seth Meyers had gone to my primary school. <laughs> so what? When? It what? Is. Why? It's also
2: funny because the Fringe is something that we all here in the UK in the comedy industry accept as something you sort of need to do. Yeah. And we know we know why we do it. We know why we spend all that money and go through all that emotional and mental turmoil for a yeah. month. We know why we do it. We know that that's going to happen and we still sign up to it. That's how much it means to us. But then when an American says they did it, we go, ugh, why? Are you nuts?
1: <laughs> You're mental as we continue <laughs> to do it for a decade. <laughs> Yeah.
2: What I think is that we've, we've internalized so much the the understanding that Americans have a better life than we do yeah. <laughs> and enjoy themselves and um, have a more pleasant life experience. And we're like, what? But these what horrible experiences are for us, not you.
1: Yeah, it's almost eerie. It's a bit like finding a, a whole bunch of America, a cult in America of fans of like, weather spoons, breakfasts. well no well the breakfasts apparently have quite a good reputation the burgers maybe you sort of go really and they go yeah we love it but you have better things don't you very mysterious (laughs) are you um i did the opposite on sunday phil it was uh uh my older sister has a birthday or had a birthday uh depending on when you're listening to this recently and um we had a a braai a big old barbecue
2: Oh, lovely.
1: And I (laughs) ate a mile of meat.
2: (laughs) Why don't you eat a mile in Pierre's shoes and see how you feel after that?
1: Eat a a mile in my shoes. Yeah? Yeah. And see how you you, feel.
2: You don't think think meat is good? Well, why don't you eat a mile in Pierre's shoes? (laughs) Oh, you don't feel sick, do you? You don't feel sick right now? You don't feel like you're about to throw up? And shit at the same time. Well, why didn't you eat a mile in Pierre's shoes?
1: (laughs) We're trying to get everyone in Britain to eat a mile of meat. (laughs) To hasten the destruction of the planet, eat a mile of meat. A meter of meat a day, and you'll hit a mile before you know it. (laughs) I'd love that. Chris Tarrant... (laughs) <laughs> telling everyone Chris, Chris Ta- Tarrant visibly and audibly like, doing little burps and farts and just really red and sweaty <laughs> just eating some mints you know it's like cooked mints and onions <laughs> eat a mile of meat yeah I did my a part a mile of meat wow that's amazing
2: meat. so so your sister had um, a birthday braai so yeah a big South yeah. African uh BBQ, yeah. Where in the, in someone's garden or in a park or in a garden on, on a runway On in a, a garden, runway
1: under seed busy runway
2: <laughs> in the air on the beaches <laughs> in uh, the
1: valleys and in the hills.
2: We ate a mile of meat. We That's lovely. Meat. We, we, now I know you are a tongman yourself. You like to man. You like to man the forge at a bry. <laughs> were, were you? Were you flipping? We flipping joints. I was sauce saucies.
1: I, w- <laughs> I was off duty. I was off duty. Um, my brother-in-law was on duty along with my my father, and that's more than enough tong tong men. <laughs> There's more than enough tong men. Um, I helped out by uh, eating a lot of dip. Uh, <laughs> Just with a spoon. Yeah, very helpful and intermittently watching pieces of a show on Netflix that my nephew, one of my nephews likes, which appears to be about dinosaurs that are made out of trucks.
2: Dinosaurs that are made out of trucks. Okay, so like in the Transformer kind of way, the trucks become a dinosaur, and but then you can see like the shoulder is, <laughs> um, I don't know, one of the axles, and then the oh, back yeah. is the exhaust pipe, or the tail well, is the exhaust pipe, or something like that.
1: You've got the right idea, but it's it's they're ne- they're never just trucks; they're always dinosaurs made of machinery that is also construction machinery truck stuff.
2: Okay, so they're all specifically construction vehicles.
1: Yes, but one is like a Stegosaurus truck, and one is like a T Rex truck.
2: Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'd have thought the see the the backhoe. No, not the backhoe. Yes, the backhoe. Is the crane, I don't know, the one that swivels yeah. around and has a big, long digger plow thing. Mm. It already looks like a Brontosaurus. So, does that one not have to change?
1: You're, you're pretty much bang on there. Yeah. They've just given it some eyes and some robo teeth, kind of. Um, just some googly eyes, yeah. And they're all on like tank tracks or wheels, depending on the original device. And I just, I was watching it and I was so impressed with whoever had just gone, you know what? Little boys fucking love trucks and diggers Mm -hmm. and they fucking love dinosaurs so why don't we just insanely smush them together and become billionaires and they just did it
2: i mean uh, that i would have been obsessed with that show when i was a kid i loved construction vehicles so much my we'd be walking around town and if there was an unattended uh, backhoe or plow thing um, my father would just pick me up and put me in the cockpit and I would just be beaming from ear to ear. I loved construction vehicles when I was what a wee, you, wee lad.
1: Do you remember what the feeling was? The source of the love? I, <laughs> I don't know. I was just
2: obsessed <laughs> with it. They're there just photos of me as a toddler just like the happiest I've ever been just in just sat in the seat by some controls of a backhoe. I don't know what it was. I, lo- I think I love the yellow. I love yeah. the yellow and the black on them. That's a good... the size of them and the power. power. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there's some stuff that little kids like that I get. Like, it kind of makes sense to me how many kids are, like, obsessed with the bin men.
2: Right. Yes, yeah, like, yes, yes, yes. I get that, yeah.
1: Because, like, the bin men are kind of heroes, really. They take away your horrible, stinky bins. And... Yeah,
2: and they're, they're sort of mysterious and that they're... Like, a rubbish truck's kind of cool. It's got, like, clank 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 bits. It's and, a big like, truck. Like, it's also it's got a big a truck. The mouth at the end is yeah. a big truck. They're big they're quite strong.
1: The yeah, strong yeah, hero. Yeah. The strong heroes are coming. And your parents are obsessed with them. Your parents are always put out the bins. Oh, what about the bins? Are the bins, bins, bins. They're always going on about the bins. Mm. So they clearly mm. matter. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: For these mysterious was... early morning gods.
2: I was fascinated when I was young by systems that that took something from somewhere and put them and and. Uh, but them uh, make uh, and made them end up elsewhere so yeah. like post i was really fascinated by yes or the bin men and streams i was uh, i was very fascinated by streams when i was small and by the idea of putting like a leaf at one bit of a stream and 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 having watching the stream take the leaf further down stream the idea of something being placed one place in one spot and then it being taken to another spot really fascinated me you really falling. Dropping <laughs> things, I was really yes. fascinated by.
1: You need to watch the Amazon series that is very unknown and underrated, in my opinion, Patriot. Because uh-huh. um, they discuss, it's very good on its own terms, but also there's a there's a very interesting amount of like themes and discussion about like moving things from A to B and what that means. Because the guy, it's a CIA agent who has to masquerade as a fluid dynamics expert, pipes. Oh, and so on. yes, I'm interested. I'm and it's listening. very funny, and it's I would say it's a mixture of. It's it's like if the Cohen brothers tried to make a Wes Anderson spy TV show.
2: Gosh. That mixes together a lot of things I quite like.
1: Yeah, man. Give it a little look. But before you look at it, shall we look at some
0: correspondence?
1: Oh yeah. Yes.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Ring two letters, letters reading, emails, phone calls,
2: correspondence.
1: Neil gets in touch. Neil, what's your spiel? Watch his spiel? Well, I'll tell you what his spiel is. He says, hi, Philvis and Pierrehead."
2: head. Oh, Beavis and Butthead.
1: Yeah, and the subject line nice. is Peavis and Pooh head, which is good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a Pistorian who occasionally subjects his dearly beloved wife to your podcast when we are going back and forth to hospitals while we wait for her kidney transplant. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, after the fourth or fifth time of me forcing her to listen while I drove giggling and holding back tears of laughter, I looked over and she was struggling to cope with the story of the poo vagina.
2: Oh, the nadir.
1: The nadir. Episode 53, yeah. if memory serves. Or 51, something like that. Um, she found it so funny that she came up with the title of the email, Peavis and Poohead." Head. She said, <laughs> They are the posh, clever version of Beavis and Butthead.
2: yeah that's that's pretty spot on
1: that's pretty good i'm pleased with that i'd put that on a poster
2: the 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 posh
1: was it the posh posh uh, posh clever
2: yes the posh clever beavers and butthead yeah i'll take that absolutely
1: yeah and i think well both of both of you know you and i are 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 posh sounding in the sense that we've had to fit into this country's um incredibly stratified education system and we're not legit aristocrats sadly for us
2: no sadly
1: sadly someday we'll have a needlessly enormous home that we have to rent out to the national trust but not yet (laughs) not Not yet um he says, I think this is high praise indeed, and I will not redact it. Also a love of Frank Skinner's show. Correct. Very wise man, Neil. Very good. Neil
2: has taste. Mm-hmm.
1: As I'm now five episodes away from fully catching up over 100 hours in under two weeks, being a full-time carer gives me lots of podcast time. Bloody hell, Neil. That's a lot. Mm. Well done. That is a lot. Good for you. Um, absolutely love both of your work I was aware of Phil from his stand-up work And as soon as I saw Pierre on the MASH report I was hooked Wow, that's an old cut That's a deep cut Wow, rather.
2: that's great. It's a, it a great It was a great appearance Your appearance on the MASH report
1: Popping up morning. there um, Talking about Ukraine before it was cool in one of them
2: Yeah, wow, 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 wow You were in on the ground I was in on the you ground, got ground floor You in on the ground,
1: yeah That's right, and ground people floor. weren't listening They're listening now To BudPod Uh, (laughs) keep up the amazing podcast I have a local shop that sells lots of tats so expect some pics more Marjorie and Lucky Kentucky please Um, he also says uh, I have I've had IBS for 20 years so there's too many poo stories to mention but imagine a posh restaurant with basically a shed in one corner with a toilet in 40th birthday party with the entire family and you can imagine the rest can't bring myself to recall (laughs) it in full sorry Koji Neil
2: I mean Neil's left us very much there with a blank canvas yeah
1: yeah but i mean shit onto much much like monsters and horror films the the shit incident we're now imagining is always more frightening than the truth
2: that's right it's the unseen horror that's scarier than the seen horror why
1: would that why would a posh restaurant have a shed with a toilet in, in the corner or like basic, yeah, that doesn't
2: sound very really posh does it
1: or like a little enclosure i know what he means somewhere where like the toilet facilities have been put in by builders like just putting up a wall that wasn't originally there you know
2: but that doesn't sound posh, unless it's like a resort or something, and you walk, you walk through uh, a covered little path with lovely plants on either side into the uh, the toilet chalet.
1: Yeah. Maybe then. And then there's a little little Frenchman in there. Yeah. And he says, "Bienvenue, bienvenue à le chalet. Au chalet de pou, au chalet de caca." <laughs> chalet de caca chalet de caca oui
2: <laughs> if i ever make a if i ever make a wine i'll be called a chateau de caca
1: <laughs> <laughs> chateau de caca mise en, but- <laughs> uh, mise en bottom
2: mise en derriere oh no that's that's the name of the that's the burlesque house in uh in Simpson. Oh, yes it day. is.
1: Yeah. Um no, I mean like you know it gets like on wine bottles it says like mise en bouteille, like like bottled, put into bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 So that but mise en bottom. Put into
2: bottoms. <laughs> audible
1: <laughs> That could be the, the what's on your Would you ever sell uh, medical products that with unproven uh, f- efficacy Fill perhaps uh, enemas?
2: do enemas do have unproven efficacy
1: would you would you sell a product of unproven medical efficacy such as uh, a herbal enema? N- uh,
2: i no i don't think i would not seriously
1: i i don't think i would but then you know you never know if you're listening and you've got a bunch of them in a warehouse as long yeah, as you do, let us do be write honest,
2: in and we'll yeah yeah we'll make a case by case judgment
1: We'll make a case-by-case case judgment. Um, let's see, what is this person? Joseph, Joseph gets in touch. He does sign his name. Joseph, what up, Joseph. Oh, he's a technicolor dreamboat. <laughs> uh, dear Dr. No, Veli, and license to fill.
2: Oh, nice, nice, nice. A bond. A bond-themed correspond. A
1: correspondence. Correspondence. I have a story that you, as pouveers of turd-based tales, may enjoy.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: In the summer of 2012, me and two friends were towards the end of a backpacking trip around Morocco.
2: Ah, I've been sort of backpacking in Morocco. Mm. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a cool country. Hot, I imagine. Quite hot, quite hot. And you you need, you need, you need to know your French get around
1: you need to know you know you need to know your chateau de caca from your mise on bottom let's just put it that way
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> while in the coastal town of oh, oh god walidia
2: walidia walidia well, that, that's, that's what you say when your 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 wife lydia's put on a beautiful dress <laughs> walidia
1: and you're, and you're, you're a southern as beautiful
2: t- as the day we
1: met <laughs> And you're a southern colonel. Walidia. I didn't know you still owned that. So that's where he is. He's in Walidia. Coastal town, he says. I was struck down with a nasty case of food poisoning owing to a dodgy bit of fish. Ah. Uh, mm.
2: Yeah, they have dodgy fish down that Walidia.
1: Why Lydia, this fish is repugnant. <laughs> this uh, fish has given me the humours. <laughs> oh, Lydia, why Lydia, this fish is. Why it's running down my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Bit vivid there. Dodgy bit of fish. This meant that for the duration of our two-day stay, while my friends were sunning themselves by the lagoon, I was stuck in the bathroom of our apartment, destroying the toilet Mm -hmm. with a violent and incessant firework display. (laughs) (laughs) I did my best to keep hydrated and took plenty of travel sickness medication, but when the time came to move on to our final stop of the trip in Fez... Uh, Fez, yes, classic. Yeah, classic. He's going to Fez, F E S, which I believe is where they're from, isn't it? The hats. That's where the hats from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hats off to Fez. That's what they say. Nice. All the tourist gear.
2: Nice. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um,
1: I was feeling quite literally less than half the man I used to be. I'd been well and truly imploded and hollowed out from the inside, and felt mm-hmm. more like a hologram than a human. <laughs> <laughs> As we were strapping on our backpacks and about to leave the apartment to catch our bus, I felt a rumble in my stomach, followed by a sharp abdominal I sort of, contraction.
2: I sort of imagined him at that point, like, you know when a tarantula sheds a <laughs> sheds skin because it got yeah. too big, and it leaves yeah. a sort of ghost tarantula? Like, just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> just a casing in the shape of a, of a tarantula, that's what I imagine.
1: A casing in the shape yeah. of a backpacker?
2: Yeah, that's right. That's what I imagined Joseph looked look like.
1: Yeah, sort of like white and sort of a bit translucent, like a fingernail.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. A ca- ca- carapace, a carapace, a carapace. Is that what they A carapace. Carapace. Carapace? Carapace. carapace,
1: carapace, carapace, carapace,
2: carapace, carapace. Madam, would you like a? Would you like some carapace?
1: <laughs> Why, Lydia, your carapace is delightful. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um. why you must never ask a lady how old she is or at what stage of shedding her carapace she's at <laughs> we're gonna do a sorry, we're gonna do a deep south um, like cat in a hot tin roof but everyone involved is just spiders and lobsters <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah just disgusting human sized bugs yeah. but <laughs> but who abide by the sort of decorum of, of the Old World South.
1: Yeah, of the antebellum South. Just of very the, restrained the South, yeah. drawing rooms.
2: I've only recently learned that an- antebellum means pre-war.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Pre the Civil War.
2: Because it's only ever referred to... Used to refer to the South of America. The antebellum South. You never talk about antebellum France, really. But antebellum South. You do. I always assumed that it was... Because I always thought antebellum or antechamber so I thought it was like a I thought it was a geographical
1: Ah, part
2: of the south the antebellum south was the bit you were in before you were in the south or something
1: well I mean you know temporally space and time being the same thing Phil you weren't wrong
2: yes yes I suppose if you take uh, uh, an astrophysical approach to this
1: technically I was correct Which is a good thing to timer one. Yeah, which is a good thing to scream as you get dragged from a shut restaurant.
2: (laughs) In an astrophysical sense, I was correct. Get off me!
1: (laughs) Yes, the antebellum South. Um, So he's, what is it? Okay, so he's. They're all strapping on their backpacks, getting ready to leave. They've got a bus to Fez to catch, right? Yep. Um,
2: Hats off to Fez.
1: Hats off to Sharp abdominal contraction. And my body seemed to fart of its own free will. That's that's a, <laughs> astonishing. Just your body deciding to clench its fist, as it were. <laughs> making you do it. I'm in control now. Yeah. <laughs> Look at I me. I am the captain now. <laughs> I, I am the anus now. <laughs> <laughs> Only it wasn't a fart. Yeah. Oh. It's a fart's happen. big brother. mhm <laughs> It was Fart's it was fart Big plus. Brother.
2: Yeah, Fart Premium. It
1: was, <laughs> it was Fart's Big Brother saying Show 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 me who's been bullying you. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only it wasn't a fart. I knew disaster had struck. I made an excuse and said to my friends I was going to do one for the road. That's a funny attitude okay. shitting.
2: Um Bloody Hell. Did you hear that thunder?
1: yeah i thought that was uh, you moving f- wheeled furniture
2: i thought it was maybe joseph's fires
1: yeah then, god
2: yeah, yeah we, we've added sound effects to bud pod listeners yeah that was incredible Yeesh, that was deep
1: that had some bass to it i think i just heard some but it might have been a low flying like plane a, that Gosh. bass was like i was in a berlin nightclub
2: yeah it's that was so deep
1: Booky um it's good stuff so he says, "I'm going to do one for the road, and I'll catch you up." He goes to inspect the damage. Sure enough, there—well, this is horrible. Sure enough, there are around three tablespoons worth of slimy, mucusy shit in my pants.
2: Ugh. I—I I think I know. Yes, I can picture it.
1: Yeah, like a baby's first uh, poo.
2: Yeah, yeah, that Edible. involuntary, like that kind of that kind of shit where you go, if it weren't for modern medicine, I would be
1: dead in a day. Yes. <laughs> I think I was haunted. He says, uh, three tablespoons may not sound like much, but I can assure you it's enough. Clearly, the medication. It's an ectoplasm. (laughs) It's an ectopoop. It's an ectopoop. Yes. It's that kind of poop, the ectopoop. That's why the thunder happened, because it was a ghost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, the medication I'd taken to try and bung myself up for the journey hadn't worked, and the volcano of bubbling shit in my digestive tract was still active. I cleaned myself up, changed my boxes, and put the soiled pair in the bin. A lot of binned boxes on this podcast, more than I would have ever have thought. Yeah. Um, uh, The reality of the situation sunk in. I was about to embark on a five-hour bus trip and had just demonstrated I couldn't even make it out of the apartment without charting. Oh, no. The chartment. I knew from previous trips there would not be a toilet on the bus, and wasn't sure if the stop of halfway in Casablanca would allow me enough time to take a toilet break, and say spray it again sam (laughs) very good
2: very good um this is um fun trivia that line doesn't exist in the movie he never says play it again sam
1: that's right isn't it does he does he he says something close to it
2: um yeah maybe like play it or Or like the song or play or something Shut him, play it, or that that slaps, Sam. I think he said that that tune slaps. He
1: says, "Yo, that shit is fire, son." Yeah, that's and the actual time, line. Yeah, which
2: people don't remember or, or we forget. Yeah,
1: but yes, um, spray it again, Sam. Very good. Um, I was trying to think of a joke related to the film, and that one is based on the often misquoted line from Humf- ah, Humphrey Bogart. Slash, Beaufort is the best I could do. Sorry,
2: Humphrey <laughs> Beaufort. <laughs> Bumfrey Bofart. Bumpy like
1: Blowfart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, once again, we're getting close to losing all, all trace of the original name.
1: Just no meaning at all. Just go to someone and go, oh, do you know Bumpy Blowfart? Like, what? I don't even know what you've just said. Yeah. Yeah, I've really wrecked it. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah. it now. And I'm on the other side of London to you. Spooky. Isn't that sweet? We're sharing the same storm. We share a storm together. That would be good, tat. We um, share a storm, yeah. So he says, we hadn't budgeted for an extra day in... Wow, Lydia. So trying to stay for another <laughs> night at the apartment wasn't an option either. <laughs> I, knew... I knew I had to get on the bus in a few minutes, and it felt like I was almost certainly going to ship myself at some point. It felt like I was approaching certain doom. I had to do something, and fast. That something turned out to be developing a device I'd later call the man-pon. The man-pon. <laughs> the man-pon. <laughs> okay. The ma- <laughs> great. The man great, is a generous time. length of toilet roll fashioned into a cigar shape. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's fun to do a sort of Groucho Marx to- or Winston <laughs> Churchill impressions with it.
2: A generous length,
1: a generous length of toilet roll fashioned into a cigar shape, and then placed between like one's ass on. cheeks like a hot dog and a bun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs here—a so, yeah, bit like a, a partial, like like well, the sumo, well, sumo wrestlers of wear that kind of sumo wrestler, yeah, uh, underwear nappy thing where they yes. goes right through their cheeks.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, but but. Unlike sumo wrestlers and their culture of honor, this is done with the intention of shame.
2: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah. So he says, uh, my plan was thus. I would try and get a window seat on the bus, hopefully at the back and by myself for a bit of privacy. And if slash when I shat myself, the man pon would soak up the liquid <laughs> feces and keep me and my clothes as clean as possible. Then I'd sneakily remove the manpon from my ass and lob it out of the bus window onto the baking hot motorway to be dried oh to a crisp Lord. by the sun. I'd then fashion another manpon out of the spare toilet roll I had in my pocket, shove <laughs> <laughs> it between my ass cheeks and start the awful cycle again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Quick, another manpon. <laughs> Quick, nurse, more manpons. The patient I mean, shouting. It's
2: not ter- I've heard worse ideas. I've heard worse ideas than the man pond.
1: No, this is, this is about as smart as I guess you could be, really. I want to see this on Dragon's Den. I mean, the, 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 this is the most extremely effective solution he could have done, short of finding the only place in Walidia where you can buy butt plugs. <laughs> short of literally plugging his butt. The man pond seems to be the best. Best answer. Um, I'm pleased to say that I miraculously made it to Fez with my underwear and the manpon relatively unsullied.
2: Well done. Well
1: done. I do feel the manpon gave me the confidence to take on the long bus ride. And in a small way, I'm proud of my improvisation. I felt like really I mean, that's,
2: that's what they're like on the tampon adverts. You know? Yeah, like, you feel they proud. of the
1: tampon, but they show the confidence
2: you yeah. know, as a, a, a woman. With a tampon, running around, going for a jog, having coffee with your friends. It's the same thing with a manpon. Yeah. Men, get a manpon for that boost of confidence.
1: Man, if you have food poisoning, just get a manpon and you can go bouldering again. Or roller skating. <laughs> or give a business presentation.
2: <laughs> and
1: everyone claps and they don't know that you're shitting your pants. <laughs> So he says, uh, I felt like Ray Mears if he were a character in an Irvin Welsh book. That's a good comparison.
2: Yes, very good, very good.
1: I should also stress that despite the Manpon's name, I give my blessings for all genders to use it. At time of invention, I thought the perfect thing to have to hand to stem the flow would be a sanitary product, hence the name.
2: Yeah, but he's he's going full Tim Berners-Lee here. This is for the world. This is for everyone. Yeah.
1: This is for everyone. <laughs> Just a little while he says that. This is for everyone. Um Human Pon, you could call it. For all humans. Um I'm keen to know what the buds would have done in my situation and if you think I'm completely mental for trying to bang up my ass with a cigar made of toilet roll. Uh, sh- uh, should I have just passively accepted my fate? Should I? My only other idea was to sacrifice my least favored T-shirt, turning it into a sort of nappy, and tying a long sleeve <laughs> top around my waist to cover its bulky form. Do either of you have any alternative solutions? Praise be, and thanks for re- uh, uh, praise and thanks to be redacted. Um, uh, I'd like to say... Well, he just says the I'll just say the praise this time. I'd like to say a sincere thank you for producing such an amazing podcast. It's comfortably given me the most laughs over anything else during the pandemic. Thank you. Good luck with oh. the return to live performance. Keep up the excellent work. Koji Joseph in Vancouver.
2: Oh, thank you, Joseph in Vancouver. Very nice. Um, very nice, yes. A great story. And I mean, you asked what we would do, but it sounds like you did pretty much as well as you could have. You nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it.
1: If Just imagine... you. you,
2: you, you you, you survived the ordeal and created a new product.
1: If we had been there, me and Phil would have hugged you like Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting and just said, it's not your fault over and over again <laughs> while you cried and shouted. <laughs> while you were going... <clears throat> <laughs> me and Phil both rubbing your back saying, it's not your fault.
2: It's the fault of Wild Lydia.
1: Wild Lydia, your fish sure stinks.
2: Uh, um, no, well done, Joseph. You did a, you did a great job. You you innovated. You MacGyvered your way out of there. You 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 survived. That's all we
1: can do in these yeah. situations. Survive. Yeah. Well, Phil, now it's time for you and I to take the five-hour boiling-hot toiletless bus to the Patreon.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, join us, won't you? If that entices,
1: uh, please. There are seats uh, near the back.
2: Also, just a quick plug. I have, uh, I have, of all things, beer. A beer coming out. Well, I have yes. a beer that's come out. It's called the Orwangutang and it's a Sour Orange Beer. The proceeds nice. of which are going to the Orangutan Foundation um, in support of uh, orangutans in my native Borneo. There are, the beers are available at the Wine Society. So go on the Wine Society's website Lovely. and look up the Orwangutang um to buy some good beers for a good cause
1: buy those beers and help out those forest guys forest guys orangutans yeah Uh um my plugs uh i'm just doing lots of previews all around the place lots of works and progresses london bristol uh preston at some point in july i'll post them on the patreon first to give you guys the edge and then i'll post them on Hmm. twitter marvelous
2: lovely great stuff all thanks guys um Have a good week. I'll
1: see you in the
2: bonus pod. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be.